Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Milk of the scriptures. Let's go to Kepha, chapter 2, and verse 2. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahusha as we go through the milk of the scriptures. We use the scriptures translation. Verse 2 says, As newborn babes desire the unadulterated milk of the word in order that you grow by it. Let us want the true milk from the scriptures to grow spiritually. In this study, we will learn that the father didn't only have Israel trust him. There was Gentiles also. You know the story. Let's go to Gift of Yah, chapter 2. Gift of Yah, chapter 2. And last time we were looking at... Um, Yosef accepting Miriam as his wife, and the son was born, and they named him Yahusha. Chapter 2, verse 1. And Yahusha, having been born in Bethlehem of Yahuda in the days of Herodias the Sovereign, See, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born sovereign of the Judeum? For we, have saw, we saw his star in the east and have come to do reverence to him. And Herodias the sovereign, having heard, was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. So, uh, verse 1 tells us that Yahusha was born in Beit Laham. Uh, the one in charge politically was Herodias. And Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. This is what's going on here. First, let us look at the place Yahusha was born. Beit Laham, which means house of bread. This was also where David was brought up. This is where Naomi and Ruth returned to and lived. This place was also known for good water. I want you to go with me to 2 Samuel. And in this um, uh, book, the scriptures, it's a little bit different. And if I'm not mistaken, it's right at uh, the end of the Old Testament. Um, let's see. No, that's the other one. That's the Chronicles. Okay. 
I'm still looking. Okay, so it's in the middle. If you've got the book I've got, it's around, um, it's second Melikim, which means kings, by the way, um, which is um, around page 400 or so. Verse, uh, chapter 23, and uh, we're going to look at something interesting. Um, oh, I gotta go back. Here we go. All right. 15. And also the altar. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 2 Samuel. 2 <laughs> Samuel. Sorry, guys. I'm learning this myself. There it is, 2 Samuel, which is the beginning of 300. 2 Samuel 23, verse 15. And David longed and said, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Beit Laham, which is by the gate. You see... This tells us David wanted a drink of water that was at the gate in Bethlehem. It was good water. Let's go to Mark, New Testament, chapter 14, verse 22. And it tells you, Yahusha speaking, and as they were eating, Yahusha took bread, having blessed, broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Let's go to John 6.33. And it says, For the bread... Of Elohim is he who comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. And Yahusha, verse 35, said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not get hungry at all, and he who believes in me shall not get thirsty at all. 57, I mean 37. All that the Father gives me shall come to me, and the one who comes to me I shall by no means cast out. 57. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me shall live because of me. So, we see in Samuel that there's there's good water in Bethlehem. We see in Mark, the bread is the body. We see in 33 that the bread of Elohim is he who comes down out of heaven and gives life. 35, Yahusha is saying, I am the bread of life. And 57 says, as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me shall live because of me. In other words, what he taught, 
if you follow it, consume it, take it in, you will ultimately receive an immortal soul. That is true milk. It isn't all you have to do is believe a human walked on earth who was named Jesus and you will at that moment receive an immortal soul. Don't fall for the lies of Satan, which is false milk. Go to back to gift of Yah. Verse one. So you understand Yahusha was the bread of life. That's why he was born in Bethlehem, house of bread. So in verse 1, it says, We see there is a ruler in Jerusalem that was named Herodias, which Harrow, which means Harrow, hero, or heroic. This was a very bad man. And even killed his own sons so that they wouldn't get his throne. We will be learning more about him. The third one's mentioned is a group of Magi. This word Magi was given to wise men from all different categories that were wise or had wisdom by the Babylonians. It's a Babylonian word. Magi were around at the captivity of Judah. There was prophecy that they heard from Judah and they kept it. So we see here that humans can get knowledge, but it is their flesh that controls them. So you have these scientists, these wizards, these magis that rely on science and, you know, signs in the skies and that kind of thing. But they also had gotten the prophecies connected to um Judah when they were brought into captivity of Babylon. So that's how they got the prophecy. But they're not from Israel. They're not of Israel. They're Gentiles who follow flesh, their flesh. They follow their flesh. So we're being shown something here about what the Father does. So they arrive in Jerusalem, this group of scientists, star watchers. Uh, why did they go to Jerusalem? Because that is where Judah had their kings, and it is also the place of prophecy. So I want us to hold our place there in Matthew or the gift of Yah, and go to Second Chronicles. Now, this time it is at the end of the Old Testament. And Second Chronicles uh, chapter 6. Chapter 6. And it's verse 6. And it says... Yahweh speaking, but I have chosen Jerusalem for my name to be there, and I have chosen David to be over my people, Israel. Yahweh chose Jerusalem. These were written when Judah went into captivity, and we see how the flesh looks for things it thinks is right or what should be done. You understand? 
Let's go to the gift of Yah, verse 2. Chapter 2. Saying, where is he who has been born sovereign of Yahudium? For we have saw his star in the east and have come to reverence to him. The Magi came to Jerusalem because it was the city of Elohim. They asked the people where the king that was born was. Now, how did they know there was a new king born? They had, it says, they saw his star. I want us to, and I was curious about that, about the star thing, you know, because it's not like all over the place. But let's look at numbers. You see, we're learning how the flesh looks at things, which is different. Um, how spiritual people with spiritual ears and eyes look at things. So we're looking at the beginning regarding the flesh perspective. So let's go to Numbers 24. Numbers 24 and, and of course in, in the scriptures it would be uh, uh, Bemid Bar. Bemid Bar. So uh, chapter 24. And we're going to go to verse 17. And it says, I see him, but not now. I observe him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and shall smite the corners of Moab, and shall destroy all the sons of Sheth. Now, that's the only place that this star is mentioned in connection with a sovereign, with a king. So it's talking about a star and a king. You see how the flesh connects things? So these verses um, were these scholars um, of prophecy of the Hebrews, and they were also star watchers. And they see a star and look at their records to find out what it means. There was a time um, difference here from the time they saw the star and the birth of Yahusha. They didn't walk from the east overnight, I can tell you that. They came from a distance, and so there was months involved, weeks, months, we don't know, of study then traveled to Jerusalem to find the king born that had been prophesied about hundreds of years before. So they had to put all the pieces together. So that didn't happen overnight. The father used these Gentiles to fulfill his prophecy and to let the people in Jerusalem realize they weren't paying attention. Interesting. These foreigners arrive asking about a new king being born and they wanted to know where he was so they could worship him. Now we know these Magi were not connected to Rome because they had not heard about the evil King Herod because they were asking the people about a new king instead of Herod, which is dangerous. They didn't know Herod even killed his own sons so they couldn't get his throne after they died or after he died. Imagine how evil he was. 
Let's go to verse 3. So we know the Magi were foreigners from far away, not connected to Rome at all. Verse 3. And Herodias, the sovereign, having heard, was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. In this verse, we see they didn't go to the king and ask their questions, but to the people who should be rejoicing because this new king was going to free them from their enemies. You see, that's the prophecy. That's what the king was going to do. They went and told King Herodias about these questions and who had been asking them. When the king heard these things, the word troubled is used, but the Greek word is um, tarasso, which means stir or agitate. Let us look at a natural way this word is used. And, and so this word um, tarasso is found in Yoannan, which is John chapter 5. So go there, hold your place in Matthew. Chapter 5 and verse 4. In a natural way, this is, you know, the word. So that you can see what's going on here. And this, of course, someone's talking to Yahushua about um, angels that come down and have fun with humans for a messenger which it's an angel for an angel was going down at the certain time into the pool and was stirring the water whoever stepped in first then after the stirring of the water became well of whatever disease he had so an angel and stirring the water in a pool so it's kind of like a swirling around that's what the word taroso uh, terrasso means. So now we see what the word means. Let us understand this verse in Gift of Yad, chapter 2, verse 3. It's talking about the thought process of the king and the people. Ideas are swirling around in their heads. The king, of course, was worried about his throne. The people were wondering if they would be free from King Herodias was prophecy coming to pass? Would Rome, Rome lose its power? All kinds of thoughts swirling around in their heads. That's what the word troubled means. Okay, so that's what's going on. Uh, we will look at what King Herodias does uh, next time. Remember 2 Kepha chapter 2, the true milk in this study is that the Father will use non-believers to do his work, using their flesh ideas, leading them. In other words, flesh ideas of humans can be used to teach us spiritual things. The important word in that sentence that we just read is can which doesn't mean always. So remember that Yahweh is not limited. Trust him. So yes, flesh ideas of humans can be used. I've experienced that myself, going into churches and listening to the preaching going on and the nonsense words that are coming out of the um, preacher's mouth 
having to do with not truth, yet some of those words coming out of his mouth is truth, but as you're listening to it and you're being led by the spirit of Yahweh, you can hear what it really means, <laughs> what's really being said in those flesh words. And, um, and, it, and Yahweh can teach you, even though the flesh words that are being told to you what the meaning is, is flesh and has nothing to do with being led by the spirit. The person that's speaking, by the way. So yes, flesh ideas of humans can be used to teach us spiritual things. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.